Maishinoni, I want you to hear this badly. It'll be very fast. You can leave in the middle. I'm doing two things today. Something new and something old. This is old. Then we'll do something new. But first, I'm going to welcome back Av back home. Welcome home, guys. What a very legend. Good to have you back. Welcome home, Gavo. Okay. There's a Pusik. I was sitting in the dorm last night. Maishla, I was sitting in the dorm last night, and a Pusik came into my mind that I want to share with you. I'm sitting in the dorm, and we're all just fired up to be together again. I see, I walk in, and pretty quickly after coming in, I see Yankee Ratefi is back home. Then Avila Avi Lachman comes down to the first floor, and then and then the Chemdi Kaplinsky walks into the first floor. <laughs> Guys are like lining up, getting his autograph pressure, like one after another. It's just, I'm just, I'm just watching the whole scene by my room, and I the following thought I want to share with you, Yankee. That's, I want to beg you for your own home one day, but it won't be easy. I want to beg you as follows. A couple came to, I met with a couple who's going through serious challenges and have already been by many professionals trying to get help. See, you're, you're dealing after they've been through the Lee Guzman, three professionals, three different ones they went through, and they're at the point of quitting. ending a marriage. And I asked them, I want a six-month program. I want them to give me six months, but I want to try something with you for six months. And Baruch Hashem, we're a week into the program. We'll see. But I, the following idea, Rabbi, said, we're sitting in the dorm. We're all happy to be back. And I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the dormitory, and it bothers me. Trust me, it bothers me how cold it is that we put Bachman in a place. A lot of the rooms are not livable. They're freezing, and it bothers me a lot. Whenever I get on these things, it happens many times a year. I try to scream, yell, beg, plead, do whatever I can that the yeshiva should upgrade. And I'm, there's a certain amount in our hands, and it's part that's not in our hands. And I, honestly, I want the yeshiva to do something about it. Whether it means we move, whether it means we fix up, I feel badly welcome to live in the cold, one. And Sam, whatever we could do, we may, and I shouldn't say whatever we do, we have to do more probably to make sure it's not cold. It's not exact, the dorm isn't bad, it's decent space, space is decent. I was very strict, right, Overland, there could be an aid to this, that we were supposed to have much more in a room and I refused to do it. And we took more floors and more rooms because I wasn't gonna put certain numbers that we, we were told we have to put in a room I was never gonna do. So we tried this relatively decent space, decent, not great, but obviously it's not gorgeous, the dorm, and I'm not happy about that part. But I'm thinking to myself, guys are coming from their gorgeous houses, really, really nice houses. Baruch Hashem, guys, live in wonderful houses with all the, all the things that exist in a house, all the amenities that exist in a house. And guys are coming to this cold, not so geschmacka facility, physical facility. And the guys are all excited. We're like fired up. We come. I, I, last night I was just visualizing Avi Lachman coming from a beautiful house in the Five Towns. And now I, I was thinking, honestly, part of me was feeling very badly. Tonight he's sleeping here. 
I was just feeling badly about it. Tonight he's in the cold, shnickle cold. It's not exactly gorgeous, set up neatly. Inside, I mean inside. So, yeah, the D floor is better, but I was feeling badly. And you know what I said to myself, but the guy, we're all excited and we're happy to be back and there's a great energy. And the following you say, Rabbi say, there's a Pasuk in Mishle. I ask you to remember this Pasuk your whole life. I'm going to talk halacha lemaisa, Yankee, that I beg you, but it's easier said than done. But I beg every guy here to never forget this. The Pasuk says, Toiv pas chareva. It's better to have stale bread. Toiv, memorize the Pasuk. Yoni, don't ever forget this Pasuk your whole life. My eyes, I beg you to memorize this Pasuk. I beg you. If you don't memorize the Hebrew word, remember the English words at least. And remember where you can look it up. It's Mishle Yud Zayin Aleph. Toiv pas chareva. It's better stale bread. The shalva ba, but there's tranquility in it. Toy pascha the shalva ba. It's better stale bread, but there's tranquility in it. Mibayis mole zivche, than a house full of beef, steaks, the best roast you ever had in your life. Mamish, a rib steak, French cut. Perfect. The bone taken out already. Wow. That piece of meat. Better a house of stale bread than a house bias mole zibche, full of beef. But however, there's rib, there's machloikis, there's fights in the house. It's a physical sense, Morgeshmak, a house that has pascha stale bread, vishalvaba, but there's tranquility in it, nibayis mole zivche, then a house full of beef, but riv, but there's machlaikis. There's beef. <laughs> Whose lime is that? Well, I love you, but not just for your good lime. Yes, his lime? So, you said at the same time? Good, good. Rabbi say if there's if there's tranquility, the food is delicious. You don't need Shloim Melech to say in a spiritual sense it's better. You don't need the wisest man who ever lived to say spiritually. He's talking about physically. If you have stale bread and you're eating it, and you have wonderful steaks, perfectly spiced and perfectly, you know, when the waiter asks, do you want it rare, medium, well done, the exact way you like it, perfect, perfect, the way you like it. A waiter once asked a relative of mine at a very fancy upscale restaurant, they said they wanted chicken, a top or a bottom. And my relative said one, and the waiter said, I'm new here, I have no idea the difference between a top and a bottom. Could you like tell me the difference? They didn't know the difference between a top and a bottom. But you get the exact part of the chicken, mamish, perfect the way you like it. You don't need the wisest man to tell you that spiritually it's better if you have stale bread over the best food, but there's fights. None of us need the smartest man who ever lived. What he's clearly saying, Rabbi Isai, is the physical is better. Physically, it's better to have less, but there's tranquility. I went on, I went, this is a Maise Shahaya. I brought my wife and kids to Orlando, and we went to two restaurants. And one was unbelievably stressful. They weren't nice. They were stressful. It was like just, it was very stressful. They were just being very nasty. There was no like niceness and kindness. And we went to a second place that was gentle and kind. They were very nice people. 
and just everybody in my family was masking. I don't, I don't, I don't, I really don't put on my kids. I like them to have their own opinions. I do not tell them from a things and program, okay? I want my kids to think and have their own opinions. Every kid in my family on their own was masking. They liked the second restaurant better. Geschmack, why? And the first one was better food in the world's eyes. It was considered fancier, much more expensive, it was upscale. Every one of my kids liked the second one better. Every one of us thought it was much better. Why was it better? And the other one's more upscale, more expensive. Because there was tranquility. It physically was better, it was more delightful. If we had a third night of eating out, every one of them would have chosen. We only went out twice. It was so good for my family to see. The conscious, I'm so happy we went to the place with the stressful and bad midas. Because I'm happy my kids learned the Pusik and Mishle. It was like a live demonstration of a Pusik and Mishle. We went to the upscale, nasty place. And we went to the calm. And by the way, the upscale place was packed. People don't know. So they ask the fancier place. You go into Orlando. And, they, and, and they're told the upscale place. And the other place was much more gishmak. If we had a third night, all my family would have chosen the calm place. Because Shloim HaMelech said it physically, it's more gishmak. Toiv, remember the Toiv Pascha Reva. It's better stale bread, Vishal and there's tranquility in it. In a house full of beef. Rib, but there's So when I was thinking last night, the Olam's coming back to Yeshiva, and we're all loving it, is because there's something that's much more important than the physical, than the amenities, than all the little luxuries and items, the physical items. There's something much more important than the quality of your toilet, than the beauty of your walls, which should be nice, by the way. I'm not saying it shouldn't be nice. But there's something so much more profound and important is the joy, is the feelings, is the warmth in the house. I went with Yosef, I went with Yosef Mamet to a house in Eretz Yisrael. And we're sitting in the house, and there was music playing. It's a very cheerful house. And he said, it's the richest house I've ever been in my life. He told me he's going to tell his parents that. I don't remember he said the richest. I don't want to exaggerate. Well, he said they're billionaires. That's what it felt like. There was so much joy in the air. A family doesn't have that much money. And Yosef commented, we were together, me, Yosef, and Yankim, I was to be together, in Eretz Yisrael. And Yosef kept them in a house of billionaires. That was this Pasuk and Mishle, Yud Zayin Aleph. And I beg you, Maish, one day, I beg every single guy, when you make a house, bring a chair to your ass. It's your chayuv. The husband specifically. Your chayuv, your absolute obligation, is to bring a chair to your house. Make it a place of music, of happiness. The man's obligation. It's a Rambam. The Rambam says on a husband, Ein la'atzev, he's not allowed to be sad. Ein la'atzev. The husband brings a ruach. Ladies by Teva are emotional. They have different emotional states and different times and different months and different periods. And the obligation of the man is to bring a stable st- happiness to the house. To infuse it with joy. By being mechabit his wife wonderfully. By treating her like a queen and bringing an overall sense of positivity to the house. It's a man's obligation. And I beg you to practice now. Don't wake up. Then every guy thinks he's going to do it. Every guy thinks if you're not good at doing it now, it's not going to happen then. Practice in your own home. 
practice bringing a certain shear in your own house now you're not a complete violin and you'll have it won't be so it's easy in a certain way easier when you own it because not your house now it's, it's your parents so you're not the boss but you can still practice giving off good vibes positive despite stresses and other things giving off positive vibes making it a positive place I'm recalling a song about positivity recently I heard but <laughs> make Making your house, <laughs> making your house. He was, he was, he was spot on. The topic he spoke. I spoke in the chabura. I spoke to we have Bachram in the stage of getting married, of going out, of dating, and I gave a vad. Rev Hirsch says there are eleven psukim in Mishlei that deal with being cheerful. Rev Hirsch wrote a lot of stuff on being cheerful. Physically, the psukim and Mishlei, people write books how a guy was very sick and got healthy through a smile. In Mishlei, Shleim HaMelech says it, there are 11 psukim in Mishlei that speak about the importance of being cheerful. It physically affects the body. The Gemara tells us that our bones swell up when you're happy. It says that good news, tadshed, it, is, 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 um, it makes healthy, it makes swollen the bones. It fills you out, good news, it makes you healthier. And the opposite, sad news, shrivels up the bones. initially. It's practical, it affects our health all the time. I ask you to observe life. I like observing life. All the time, I hear stories of couples get divorced. Within a year or two, the lady has a stroke and dies, a heart attack, cancer. It is poshit. Any observer of life knows that you're besakana when you're not happy physically, you're besakana. The many psukim and Mishlei, the wisest man who ever lived says this, when people aren't happy and there's strife, physically it does damage to the body, it's pashat. Tvarim pshutim like that, all of a sudden you hear things, you hear this tragedy, that tragedy, all the time if you're an observer of life you'll see it. And everyone will say, she was 48, she was 52, she was... And I'm not saying every time somebody's of terror says, Rabbi Shalom runs the world. I am saying that the smartest man who ever lived, Shlomo Melech, says Beruach HaKadosh, that sadness and atzvus brings danger, brings disease, infections, and all different life-threatening illnesses. You will find in your life all the time there's big machlaiks that all of a sudden one of them gets sick, you will find this coming. Because it's bad for the physical body. Sadness and atzvus is bad for the body. And happiness and good positive cheer is so chashem, is so good for development. I, I told the Ilum before that I want, I have this funny plan for America that there should be in yeshivas, there should be an independent, there should be, right now every yeshiva can open up and do what it wants and it just goes reputation. But there are a lot of consumers that don't have knowledge. Is it a good yeshiva, bad yeshiva, is it successful? Do guys grow there? I'll watch a yeshiva that very few guys grow in. It's just... Guy after guy's falling apart, it doesn't have a good success rate. You watch Yeshiva, if you just go percentage, how many kids make it to 12th grade? It's not doing great, what can I tell you? And people, parents don't know, I don't know, not all consumers are knowledgeable. They just send, everybody doesn't have a good track record. I have this like funny dream of having that Klai Yisrael should appoint the Gedolim, an independent group for people they pay. Klai Yisrael, we have money. 
get a rich guy to sponsor four, five independent people, three, whose full-time job is to grade yeshivas independently. It comes from Gedolim. Nothing. The yeshiva doesn't have a say. Quiet. And they go into schools. They can come at any time. They grade yeshivas. All different things. And they look at the track record. Our kids matzliach. One of the things they would grade are people happy there. In an environment, we all, anybody will say, in an environment, people are miserable. It's not like we'd have steigen. They would give grades from 1 to 10. 10 people are very happy. Amongst the things, I think every mechanic will agree that I don't think there's a mechanic who argues on a Mishnah in Avais. One of the Kenyani is Semcha, so we need kids to be happy, to be kind of tired. I, don't, I haven't met a mechanic who disagrees with Chaim Velazhin who says that metoich simcha, you can learn a thousand times more than when you're not happy. I haven't met. If somebody argues with Mechaim Velazhin, I'd be thrilled to meet that person. So we have to rate yeshivas. Our guy's happy there. Is there an overall an independent person has to answer the question? They interview the guys. Are the kids happy? We all agree. Simcha causes success. Are people happy where they are? These will become an important question. All of us agree. Is it a happy place? Make your home one day a happy environment. People steig in a cheerful, positive place. There are always there are families that struggle with money. That's a mitzvah. a very big nesayin. I don't make light of it at all. It is a massive nesayin. Somebody struggling for money. However, in the world of truth, we're going to be shown two families. Think about a family struggling with money and it dominates their existence. They're always talking about it. And there's an overall massive stress in the home. Now there's another family that is the exact same financial matzah, tied, maybe even worse, and it's a very cheerful place. Those things don't have to force you to have a sadness. Their families with a certain financial matzah, the situation doesn't force sadness. It's possible to keep a positive <laughs> attitude. Their families with a child who has illness. And two families have the same illness, and one keeps positive, one doesn't. There's a family with a grandparent who's very sick, living there for 20 years. One family keeps positive, one doesn't. There's a family of divorce, a family of this, a family of illness. It doesn't cause stress, it's your decision. I told Eilam this many times, there's something in psychology called reframing, rethinking. I was once sitting in Chopra, and I've told this before, one of my kids was having a tantrum, Arab Shabbos. And I was stressed, my back started hurting. My back started feeling like strained. I was stressed, it's Erev Shabbos, I'm in a rush, and the kid's on the floor going to sugar. And I, and I first I said, he's stressing me out. Then I said, no, he's not, you're stressing you out. I reframed, and I said, start again. You have a flood of thoughts, I can't believe this is crazy, Chil Hashem, no, no, no. All these thoughts are Chil Hashem. Hashem, he's a child, he's having a tantrum. Just because Yana only has a dog and has no child, that, that don't, dogs don't have tantrums, kids do. It's not a Chil Hashem. I started reframing and saying, Kalish, you're a rich man. It's Erev Shabbos. Look at the, look at this, the checkout. Look at how much food you have. You're rich. You have a child. Who's going to You have a child. What a schus. I started reframing and I got happy. He's not stressing you. You are. People have financial matzav and all different others. It's your decision. But you don't wait for them. If you say, Yoni, Maish, if you say you want a positive home, you can't wait for them. You can't think all of a sudden, you have to ask now, how do you do under all different, do you keep a positive chair? I happen to wait for airport trips. Somehow the airport brings out the stress in us all. 
We're all mishug at the airport. We might miss the plane and people are angry and yelling at their kids. Like there's a whole practice the airport scene to be positive. It doesn't give off. Under those, under those things that get you all stressed, see if you can fight it off and give a positive vibe. Give off a good... It's, it, there's a lot going on. You have to work on But there's a lot needed for this. Shviris Hamidas, Betachen, all different things that you need to call upon. Work now on giving off a positive chair. Your home, the biggest thing. Certainly your achrayis is to provide parnasa for the home. That's for certain. Every man, I was talking to a bacher this morning, if you have a family that the wife is a zillionaire, I know of such a home. The wife brings in tremendous money, and the man can't make money. He's never been able to. And it's a tremendous pain. It's a tsar for a man. The family has money. The man is very down about it. A man, Hashem built us to give, to supply, to support. A man likes that. If a man is not supporting his family and giving money, it hurts him a lot in the deepest, deepest of ways. It's very painful for a man that he's not putting bread on the table. Even though the family has bread, the family supported, but he's not being the supporter. We're designed to be the supporter. This home, the wife's the supporter, so what's the problem? Now, if the man is sitting and learning, so he feels he's bringing his whole mishpoch, he has a sense he's supporting his family. He's bringing the ruchnius home. A man is designed to support his family. When he is not, he is not functional in the best way. He's not, he's not doing what he's designed. A man who's unmarried, forget about it, is so chassar, is so missing in the very essence of a man. The very essence of a man to lead a mishpacha, to be a reish mishpacha, he's a dysfunctional human being. I laugh when the media talks about that Yankee shortstop who retired. He's a dysfunctional human being. He has no family. It's dysfunctional. He's a chassar, he's a chatzi, he's half. He's nothing. He's not a whole, he's broken. A man is designed to be a father, to be a husband, to take care of his bias. That's a man at his, at his best. He's pushed and missing. He's missing a part of himself. It's tremendously chaser. But you have to remember, so one day you're going to want to support your family. You'll see what important is. Amazing. It's Pasha, it's, it's Hashem built us that way, Ellie. We want to support our family. We want to support them nicely and take care. It's amazing. It's an instinct of ours. Hashem put it us. One of our biggest jobs, Ellie, equal to the physical and more than the physical. Leben shinayim echalov. Better white teeth than milk. A smile is more important than milk. A pasuk, a pasuk in Parshas Vayechi, Gemara Ba'abas Radarshans, Leven shinayim echalov. White teeth is more important than milk. A smile, the emotional needs are more important than the physical needs. A man's ikr chiyuv is to make an emotionally healthy home. More important, you could fill your house with steaks, but if you don't fill the house with joy and love and good feelings, it's chaser. It's better stale bread. Better you make less. I tell people, married people, don't get a job one day that you travel around. I don't think a man should be separate from his family. There are people who get jobs. If you have two opportunities, very lucrative, you'll earn a few hundred thousand, but you're one of these people who travels a lot and you're rarely home. You're traveling, don't take that job. Better a $75,000 job that's stable, better for your family. I'm not talking spiritual. I'm talking in every which way. I'm talking what Shlomo Melech says. Better the lesser job. 
the lesser job. The yeshiva will lose from it. We'll lose from it. You'll give less money here. Give less. Please give less. Please give less. Toiv pascha reva v'shalva It's better that there's stale bread, but there's tranquility. The husband's home. He's connected to his mishpacha. Midbayis mole zivcha. Your house full of beef. The guy's traveling around. And he's able to give so much money to his home. He can give everything but himself. Riv, there's only dissension. There's only machloikis. There's only uncomfortable feelings. Where's dad? The wife doesn't have his support. The kids don't have his support. Make sure you're home and give what your family needs most. You, in a love, a joy, a positivity, make sure you supply that to your home in big doses. It should be when the husband comes home from work, it should be a celebration. The man walks in the house, levitic, everybody's fired up. You bring a cheer and an excitement and a positivity. What were you saying, Ellie? Yes? I want to hear. Say it again. I like it. From you, it's better. Not only does he not have to give like, money and stuff, but also if, he, like, if he's just giving money and he's not giving, let's say, money, 100%. And he's chaser in the supplying. Yes. 100%. His achrayas. Don't observe. Don't be one of these men who observes his house and shrugs his shoulders. You can bring it. And sometimes, by the way, the money is biyad Hashem. And sometimes he can't bring the money and a man gets down. It's very tragic because now not only is he not supplying the money, that's sometimes biyad Hashem. He's trying his best. Supply the cheer to the home. You can make up and cheer. Sometimes the guy who can't supply the money, try your best. You can make up, you can keep in mind this Pasuk. So maybe Hashem, you'll only be able to give Pascha Reva. Everybody here should be Zoychev, you have to supply Zivchei. To supply meat, and it should be Berevach. Let's say you're that guy, you Xeris Hashem, can only give Pascha Reva to your family. Keep in mind this Pasuk. You make sure extra do- doses of joy. Turn the music a little louder. This home, Yosef and I went to an Eretz Thrill. There's always mu- music playing. Beautiful music. Gorgeous songs. There are people who have no money. It's one of the happiest houses ever, see- ever seen. All the kids are precious. It's a choice. Whenever you walk in, there's beautiful music playing. Gorgeous. A home in Eretz Yisrael. Beautiful. It's just a beautiful. <laughs> I said, it says, Your house should be wide open. I once tiny that we, des- we decide if we have a wide house or an outer house. You can have a mansion that's tiny because it's just such stressful feelings. You feel choked in that house. And you can have a tiny house that's large. You decide how big your house is. Make sure you build a mansion. You build a mansion by good feelings, by geschmack. That's what I felt last night, that the Olam's excited to be back. That you see the physical conditions, it's not exactly... Parents almost like get weary and suspicious. Guys are so happy. Well, what's happening here? What's happening? Mothers see the dorm. I, I beg guys, don't show your mom the dorm. Mothers see the dorm, they faint. It's much dangerous. I can't fathom Avi Lachman's mother would see the dorm. What, what would happen if she would... Parents would faint. But the answer is that despite the physical conditions, despite the physical conditions, there's, there's, there's shalva, but there's tranquility, there's good feelings. We're happy to be together. We're happy we have each other. That's so much more powerful than the physical. Keep that in mind on your own home. 
I ask you when you're building your own family, your own house, remember the Waterbury dorm. Yoni Moish, keep in mind the Waterbury dorm. Your own house, picture a Sunday night, a wintry, blustery, cold Sunday night. Negative 20 wind chill. And picture guys smiling and happy when you build your own home, visualize that. Because all of us are going to desire to supply our family with Parnassah. And Be'ez Hashem, we should. But keep in mind that more than that, not equal, more than that, the smiles and the tranquility and the happiness that you bring. The first way you make tranquility is by respecting your spouse, which is a chiyuv. Halachat and Rambam, it's a Gemara. That a man's The first way you bring tranquility, the best things you can ever do to your children is respect their mother. That's the best thing. You, there is no greater gift you can do for your kids. You talk about shalva is respect her. You will have a hundred reasons why you shouldn't. When you're close to a person, you see flaws. The same way in your mother you see flaws. I promise you will see those same flaws in your wife. I promise you. You'll say, no, 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 no. my wife, I won't. We're in love. You'll see the exact same things. Tranquility. Covered. Give honor. Be mechabed. Be mechabed your mama today. Covered. Real covered. Be me- give your sisters... Give your sisters good covenant, respect your sister, appreciate them, give them a relationship, and one day appreciate your wife. Be mechabed her. You'll make a shalva, everything will be delicious. All the food goes up in quality. People say the lady cooks, but the husband makes the food taste good. She cooks, he makes the food taste good. He makes the food taste good by making tranquility in the home. That shalom in the home, the food is delicious. There's stress, you could be the best cook on earth, the food is terrible. There's stress in homes. It's funny, I, in Eretz Yisrael, you'll see next year, you get the opportunity to eat in many homes. I remember eating in Kyle Guy's home, and the people are fetching about money. You always read those homes, those are the worst homes in history. The homes, a lot of money talk like that, it's like, it's, it's like... Just, it's annoying. Everybody's clutching. I'm serious. When you eat in such houses, I always feel like eating less, like I'm eating them out of their house. Like I'll eat a little, I won't take the chicken. Like I don't want to push it. Like uh, they're always, they're talking about how, I, and they're talking, darshaning away. I'm looking for cheap. Things are so expensive. It's like you just feel so tight in such homes. Chill out. Chill out. You feel so tight in such homes. The, the guys no, die. Sh- I don't know why, but they're not sensitive enough to see. I mean, I don't know. Halavai, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are talking about gas prices. I don't like all these topics. Like the never. Whoa, the gas expensive. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You'll see in Eretz Yisrael. It's Kedai. What'd you say? No, it's cheap. It's, it's easy. I should run back to that house now. Don't have another thing to catch about. The gears went down. The gears goes down. Stocks go down. The stocks are low now. So you, you never win. Stocks typically go down when gears is low. Because many, many companies. Anyway. You should take notes. You'll see Menachem next year. It's fascinating. Because you tend to be by curl guys. You can really take notes. You see what homes are inviting and comfortable and gishmak. And you see the things that just are... You know when the, the couple is screaming in the kitchen, you have to pretend like you don't hear? She's like, yeah! She's like yelling in the kitchen. You're like, they walk in. And you walk. You see all the things. <laughs>
I was with I was with uh, when I when I was about eight or nine years old. Aguda had a thing in, in Canada. They 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 took us you know from Mishnayis. You memorize. We went to the CMHS of Mishnayis in Canada, and they put us at a home that was tremendously the Shalom bias there was horrible. A house of rib. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. I was scared. I couldn't sleep the whole night. I was scared. I had nightmares. It was so scary. They were killing each other. This, the husband and wife. I guess it's a shtickle funny. They didn't check well before they put us in houses. I think I'm still trapped. I might say if I'm a little strange till today. I think a little bad Shabbos like did permanent damage on my life. Maybe I'm still speaking about Shalom Bayes because of that Shabbos. Like it, it was unbelievable the stress of that Shabbos. I was with a friend, we were literally, I couldn't sleep the whole night. It was such stress in the home. There was such fights going on. Trust me, I have no recollection, any quality of the house, any physical, aesthetically pleasing appearance. And I do believe, I have reason to vaguely remember they were Ashir and they were rich. I have no remembrance of any beauty in that home. Not the food, not the... I just remember a Shabbos thinking, get me out of here. Help! Like, just a sense of, oh my gosh. It was a tremendously difficult memory of that Shabbos because there was a bias, mullah, zivchen. There may have been steaks all over the house, but ribs. That was machlaikas. I do remember, but it could be in Canada. Ever, I remember they had a fireplace. I remember a lot of people coming might say Shabbos to their fireplace. So clearly they were popular or famous people. Might say Shabbos they had a whole matzah by their fireplace. That I recall. But there's no good feelings about that Shabbos. Zero. Just rib. One big machlaikas. All the stakes turn to who knows what when there's machlaikas. So this is something to remember in our own homes. Not to criticize your parents' home. That's nonsense. In your own home, what you should bring and what you should make. Okay, I'd count my first ring. Now I want to talk, I want to talk about as a new director. This Avi heard already. I want to say a new director. Yes. If I would open a restaurant, is it possible to bring that into my restaurant? 100%. 100%. Is it possible, was it? To bring such a thing like cheer into a restaurant, sure. If a guy's opening a place, it's pasha like that. If it's more cheerful, more positive, it's more, it's more tempting to eat. The food tastes better.